What's up, Rams fans? Welcome back to Rams Showcase. Tonight, we flip the script on fan quesos. Plus, the Rams see a shift in the coaching staff. And later on, is L.A. in the market for a quarterback? We talk Jared Goff and Sean McVay squabbles next on Rams Showcase. Welcome to Rams Showcase on Sports War Radio. What's up, Rams fans? Welcome back to Rams Showcase right here on Sports War Radio. I'm your host, Joe Brandon, but you can and should call me Sheriff Joe Bags. We are laying down the law for you guys tonight. Cool show. It's an un- uh, unfortunate show because we don't have a game preview to get into, but we have an offseason to preview, and I gotta be real with you guys. As sad as I am to see the Rams not playing anymore this year, this offseason, this is gonna be a fun one, alright? I'm looking forward to it myself. It's unfortunate, like I said, the Rams are no longer playing, but this is going to be a fun offseason, and uh, I live for the offseason just like I live for the games. In my mind, there's just, there, there is no offseason, just a time period where there's no games being played. So, I'm excited. Uh, we got some cool stuff coming up. We have some, uh, some reports to refute. Just a few, nothing too wild there for you guys. Uh, but we are completely flipping the script on fan cases. In fact, I'm going to start with fan cases today, and then of course we'll talk... Rams defensive coordinator. We're going to talk about the rest of the playoffs, and then uh, we'll talk off-season timeline to wrap it up for you guys tonight. So nothing too uh, too crazy, but um, you know, I think uh, I think starting with fan quesos is going to be an interesting uh, an interesting twist. I'm going to feel like it's over after this. I guess my brain is going to be like, "Hey, let's wrap this up, man." Uh, but really, we're going to have a whole show to go with. So this is what happened on on the fan quesos. I want to let everybody know this. So, fan quesos normally is just you guys asking me questions, which you're always allowed to do. Always. Actually, I've for, I almost forgot I have one over here in my screenshots. Let me take, uh, take that one and put that up. But normally that's how we do this. You guys just shoot me questions. I answer them for you guys on the show. Pretty basic stuff there. But this time we had a little bit of a, a switch, a switcheroo on you guys. So I asked Rams fans a question. And I couldn't necessarily make this a poll because it's a pretty open-ended question. But not only could you guys submit questions to me, but I wanted to hear from you guys. What would you, specifically, what would you offer the Houston Texans for Deshaun Watson? Keeping in mind the draft picks that the Rams have or do not have, Jared Goff's contract as well as the Houston Texans' salary cap situation, which, if you guys are not following, is not good. It's not awesome. Chances are they're going to have they're going to struggle for a little bit to, to kind of repair that, and then they'll be able to bounce back, just kind of like the Rams are doing right now. We're eating a lot of dead cap and stuff like that. Uh, the Texans are going to be dealing with this as well. But I wanted to throw that question out there. What would you offer the Houston Texans for quarterback Deshaun Watson, keeping in mind the Rams draft pick picks, I mean, like the, the, the draft capital that the Rams have right now, Jared Goff's contract and the Texans cap situation. I need you guys to consider those three things. If you guys are watching uh, my video or listening to my, my podcast somewhere, uh, drop it, drop it below. I want to hear from you guys and I want to open this conversation because I would like to see that happen. I would love for Deshaun Watson to become the Rams quarterback. I just genuinely don't see a way that we have enough to offer them 
to to have them be like, all right, you guys can have this superstar quarterback that's going to change your offense day one under a guy like Sean McVay, who they already say is this offensive messiah. So that's my question to you guys. Feel free to uh, dr- to drop your answers. Please drop your answers. And I want to know what you guys think. And uh, if 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 you don't think it'll happen, um, then give me uh, the quarterback that you want to be under center next year for the Rams, whether that's Jared Goff, John Wolford, Blake Bortles, or somebody else. I want to know. I want to hear from you guys. Let's talk quarterbacks, all right? This is, and I'm actually like it's... I like Jared Goff. I wanted Jared Goff. I've been very open about that. I don't think Jared Goff's a bad quarterback by any means, and I would love for him to be back. But if he's not, I'll support whoever's next. I, that's just that's just how I am. Uh, Jared Goff is the Rams quarterback right now, so he's got my support. Uh, if we signed a guy that I've not been a fan of, I'll still support him. I mean, he's the Rams quarterback. You know what I mean? I, I'm not a Nakeem Talib fan or a Dominican Sue, but hey, in 2018, I was glad they were kicking some butts. All right. Taking us to helping Rams go to the Super Bowl and business like that. Let's start with these uh, fan cases. This one here comes from John. What is the percentage chance Goff will be will not be the starting quarterback for the Rams next season? Uh, if I had to put a percentage on him not being uh, the Rams quarterback next season, I would say that's probably I would say it's probably pretty low, and I think a big part of that is because of his contract situation. We have to consider that. You guys, you can't just you can't just drop and pick up whoever you want, all right? There's a whole salary cap to get around. And I know that the Rams have done a really good job about that, uh, but it still exists, and the Rams still do need to to take that into consideration. The fans, I, I think, need to take that into consideration. Liz needs taking that into consideration. It's part of his job, but... Uh, I would say it's it's pretty low that he's not the Rams starting quarterback. Uh, I would say 80% chance, maybe that even feels low to me, 80% chance that he will be the Rams starting quarterback next year. I really do believe it's it's happening. I, I don't know. I uh, may, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm a little naive there or something. I don't know. But I think uh, Jared Goff is the Rams quarterback next year. Uh, next question here from John. Should the Rams trade away Aaron Donald to acquire a top flight quarterback such as Deshaun Watson? No. Um, and the, the reason that I say no, they're so, uh, I, I guess, quick is, I mean, Aaron Donald is a Hall of Famer, and you don't trade him for a guy that you think will be pretty good in your offense. I think Deshaun Watson's a star, that, and that shouldn't blow anybody. They're like, what? Hot take over here, Joe. But uh, no, I think Deshaun Watson, obviously, very, very talented quarterback, and would change the Rams offense day one. You take Aaron Donald out of the Rams' defense, and our defense is not nearly that good. And I know that you know we lost our defensive coordinator. We'll talk about that here shortly. But that's um, I, I you don't you don't drop a Hall of Famer for a guy that's really really good. That's kind of how I see it. Um, but no, I wouldn't get I wouldn't I wouldn't even entertain Donald in that situation here. Let's keep these rolling here. This one comes from Joel. Oh, actually, some of these, by the way, I I need to give this disclaimer. Some of these are answers to my question of what would you give the Texans for Deshaun Watson, keeping in mind the Rams draft capital, Jared Goff's contract, and the Houston Texans salary cap situation. Keeping that stuff in mind, what would you do? So some of these are going to be that. We'll reference it when it happens, just like right meow. So Joel said it won't happen. 100% agree. Strong start, Joel. Uh, but I would trade Goff, Rap, Seabass this year's third, next year's first, and third. I don't know if they would take that. 
I don't think that's enough. Uh, a, you got Jared Goff's contract that you need to consider and the fact that he turns the ball over a lot. Taylor Rapp, who really didn't have that good of a season, um, didn't improve from year one to year two. I would have loved to see an improvement there. Seabass, he's a rotational guy. Not sure they need him. Um, with J.J. Watt most likely leaving, I would say that uh, that maybe that would be uh, intriguing. This year's third, don't think they care about that. Next year's first, they want a, a high pick this year and a third next year as well, which I don't think they would care about as much. I don't. I don't think it's enough, Joel. I really don't. That, that's what I'll say. I, I think that if we offered that to the Texans, they they would say no. I think they would say, "What? What else? What else can you throw in? Where, where's a Where's a Josh Reynolds at? Where's a you know? Let, let me Let me look what you got over there with Gerald Everett. You know, I mean those those guys are free agents, but I think that that's what that conversation would go to. Is uh, what else you got? What about Darius Williams? What, 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 what do you What do you want? Like, what, throw him in, and maybe we'll talk. Like something like that. I feel like is how that conversation would go. Fernando wants to know uh, nothing. I wouldn't trade for Watson. I really, dude. I hate that. That's all the information you gave, because I have follow up questions. <laughs> okay, like just like no, I do not want a, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL today. Why? I don't understand it. I realize that you're a Jared Goff guy, just like me, but. I mean, I would kick Jared Goff to the curb for Sean Watson today. Um, I, there's a lot of guys <laughs> that I would take right now, but I also don't care. I, I like whoever's the Rams quarterback, I will support. And I say that every week. I and, I and everybody still has their guys that they want and everybody else sucks. So I don't know how else to say it or or if I can say it well enough to where people be like, actually, that makes sense. Let's just go with whoever we got. It's very like, I'm not going to get into politics, but it's very much like politics where it's like you want, like some people want one president to fail because they didn't like him or didn't want to vote for him. Uh, they wanted somebody else. Uh, so they root for failure. And um, if Jared Goff fails then the Rams are failing, and that's not what I want. And so it's it's a similar thing. Is if you're rooting for a president to fail, you're rooting for the country to not do well, because uh, why would the president be absolutely just destroying it uh, or, like, destroying the country, but the country also doing well? So it doesn't make sense. So if you like Jared Goff, that's awesome. Uh, but not liking Jared Goff is awesome too, whatever you need to do. But uh, rooting for his failure is one, is one thing I don't understand. We're all Rams fans, and, and I think we want the Rams to win. That's what I want. I don't know. This one comes from Cody. How big of a loss is Staley leaving and is changing D.C. two years in a row have potential to affect the defense like changing O.C.'s for could for a quarterback? I honestly... um. I know Rams fans are really, really upset about losing Brandon Staley, and I get it. I, I liked him, too. Um, he ran a very heavy cover six look, and the way that he aligned his uh, his defensive line was a big part of it. The way that he would just set up those matchups was a, was a very big part of his success. And I think that if the Rams were to, A, promote somebody from within, or B, hire the guys that everybody thinks we're going to hire, which has not been official yet, then I, then I don't think that it's going to be that big of a deal, honestly. Um, and it sucks to see to see Staley go, especially to the Chargers. You know, uh, I liked Staley, and I don't know, man. It's um, I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. Um, uh, eventually, eventually, people catch on to things, and I think Aaron Rodgers caught on to that defense. 
I mean, they put up 32 on us. So I and Rogers did. Uh, he's like smirking before plays and stuff. He saw something, and that's now on tape. So ultimately, as much as I like Staley and would have liked to have kept Staley, uh, that's not possible anymore. So I'm trying to find the silver lining in that, which is that Aaron Rodgers, I mean, who's a Hall of Famer, but he was able to find the weak spot in that that defense and kind of pick it apart a little bit and 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 keep moving the football. And our defense had maybe its worst day of the season. Uh, and, and now that's on tape. So I, I think a, a little bit of a switch up is not a bad thing in that situation. Mark, why? What's happening today? I posted that uh, Ram Showcase is the only thing that's important happening today. I stand by it, Mark. Cody, how does our offense with McVay go from 30 points a game to this when we have a really, uh, are we really a deep threat away uh, when we got Cooks? It did seem fair. Seem to make a fair difference. Sorry, I totally butchered your question, man. He doesn't write that bad. I read that poorly, apparently. So, yeah, actually, the the deep threat I think was a Goff thing. It's not a McVeigh thing because the plays are being still still being drawn up. And I know there's some other Rams uh, people out there saying that they're not being drawn up. They are. They exist. It's just that I, I feel like Jared Goff doesn't trust some of these guys because we don't have that burner right now. It's unfortunate. That, I mean, I like Josh Reynolds, but. He's the fastest guy on the roster right now, and that's not exactly what you want. Next one from Cody. Uh, what can we do or what pieces can we add to go to the next level? A deep threat. I want Chris Godwin. That's my offseason storyline. I haven't said that to you guys, I don't think. Um, I've said that to some people offline, but Chris Godwin is who, if the Rams could find a way to bring in Godwin, I feel like this offense would take a jump. I feel good about that. That's what I want. Next one from Cody. I'm going to have to start cutting these down. <laughs> we're going to have to like pick out like the best ones or something because I have so many. Well, we're going to plow through. Uh, giving you guys good answers, but we got to plow through a little bit. Uh, let's see. Uh, Cody wants to know, uh, is our offensive line not having any stars other than an aging Whitworth not being talked about enough? I think the Saffold loss was huge. He's a top 10 run blocker. He's a top five run blocker, sir. All right. <laughs> but no, uh, actually, our offensive line's really good. It's really deep, too. And I had mentioned that all year. Like, Whitworth goes down, and we still have a guy on the bench who I believe is a starter. And I know that he played pretty poorly. I'm talking about Bobby Evans. Uh, played pretty poorly. What was it? Was it this last week? Um, or was it Seattle? No, I think it was this one, actually. Yeah, it was this week. He did not look very good, but I still like the guy. Um, I think one bad game doesn't define a career. Uh, Everybody will want to look at the most recent game from somebody to see if they think they're good or not. I don't don't do that. I kind of do a body of work thing, and I think Bobby Evans is a very very good player. But no, I don't think our offensive line is that bad at all, actually. I think our offensive line's got a lot of talent, and if that was uh, Andrew Whitworth's last game, then I still feel good about this offensive line. Next one from Cody. Uh, Or is possibly losing a superstar like Gurley? Uh, hurt our offense more than uh, fans realize considering teams had to account for him even though his knee is washed now of course uh no that wasn't actually that was a pretty low impact move for the Rams offense I think that they replaced that production with guys like Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson especially when Henderson was I mean he was a little bit on a hot streak and then of course he went down so Akers kind of took that over and he was playing really well uh, but no, Gurley, uh, pretty low impact because you always have to account for the running back, no matter who it is. Any running back in the NFL, like the Rams have three running backs on, the, in, in, on their roster right now that are starters. I mean, they're good players. And that's why running backs aren't getting paid anymore is because there's good players all over the place. They're everywhere. Every team's got at least two running backs that can get the job done in, at a high level. So uh, that's why they're not getting paid. And that's why... <laughs> 
That's actually why Aaron Jones is probably going to be a free agent, because he does not agree with me there, it seems like. Uh, let's see here. Why is the offensive guru, McVay, having trouble figuring out what he considers delegating some of the offensive play-calling duties to help him uh, up-to-date on the Everton? That I feel like you missed words there, man. Um, I think I know what you're saying. Why is Sean McVay not delegating? I think he's just trying to. Uh, and I think that's why he blocked O'Connell from interviewing with the Chargers. It would have been a lateral move, so he's allowed to say no. Uh, but as far as offensive guru McVay, I think that that still exists. And I don't think enough blame. And I, again, I cannot reiterate it enough. I am a Jared Goff guy. I like Jared Goff. Uh, I think a lot of that this year has to be put on the, the shoulders of the quarterback. Too many turnovers, too many mistakes. Too many times did we see a, a kind of bad ball come out of the, the hand of Goff. And uh, that's just got to stop. So hopefully that stops next year. Next one from Cody is, the, is this an offensive league now with defense winning championship a thing of the past? No. Uh, an amazing defense will still will still help you uh, move along. I know that we just saw number one defense versus number one offense and the defense lost, but... I think it's important to consider that Aaron Rodgers is not human, and he did an amazing job of picking apart that offense. And I think that, I think that he is smart enough to to pick out that uh, that Brandon Staley defense, and he was able to to have some success there. But no, I I think that if the Rams could have made it past this game, uh, I would have felt really good about this Rams defense playing against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa. So so no, I don't I don't think that that's true at all. Paul wants to know, uh, Paul's the Jets fan, host of the Jet Zone, which is on Sports War Radio. I check out his live videos all the time on YouTube and stuff. Good stuff from Boy Green, who is on the score 1260 out in Syracuse, New York. Go, Paul! Man, you're the man. All right. Uh, let's see here. Any interest in Sam Darnold? Also, can you rank the possible available quarterbacks that the Rams could go out after if Goff isn't the answer? I wouldn't hate Sam Darnold, but I also don't want a New York Jets reject, and I realize that the <laughs> that the Jets defeated the Rams this year, uh, but there's also something to be said about that, and uh, I actually think that Sam Darnold stays with the Jets. I think that I think that bringing in Salah or Sus, I, whatever his name is, the meathead from San Francisco, I think bringing him in. And the fact that now the Jets sit at number two, I think that he, they keep Darnold and try to get him a weapon. I don't know. That's kind of what I'm seeing here. But as far as uh, uh, available quarterbacks that the Rams could go after, you know, I'm looking at this list. Not very awesome. I'm not a fan of this list, actually. Dak Prescott, I I don't know how I would feel about that. That'd be a weird one. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, he's 29. Eh... Well, that's an interesting one. Trubisky, obviously, none of us want him. Uh, Fitzpatrick is 39, so no. I really like Terod Taylor, but he's 32. Uh, the, the only good thing about bringing in Terod Taylor would, would mean that uh, you've got your next superstar quarterback on the roster with whoever's behind him, so that's good news. Uh, and then the, the rest of these names are just, like, very not amazing names. You know, you got Geno Smith, Joe Flacco, Nathan Peterman. Peterman, uh, Sean Mannion, everybody, uh, Rams fans' favorite quarterback in the history of the universe for some reason. So, yeah, man, uh, not amazing. Um, and that's actually, I, I, of those names, I still want Jared Goff. That's what I'll say. Where do you think JJ will land since the Texans, since it's the Texans, I'd offer a seventh round pick and a vending machine uh, from the staff break room. They'd probably take it, but most likely not. So, I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know where JJ goes. I'm actually guessing Pittsburgh. 
Ben answering my question here for what you would give up, uh, give to the Texans. Goff, first rounder and a second rounder. Not enough. Not nearly enough. Also, we don't have a first this year. They want a high first round pick this year. That's why Miami makes sense. The Jets make almost all the sense. And that's the one thing that I think that the, the Jets could get away with is going for Deshaun Watson and then shipping out Sam Darnold to maybe Houston. Uh, and then obviously Houston would, would have that, that number two spot there. So, and they wouldn't need a quarterback, but, uh, it'd be an interesting, well, I mean, maybe, I don't know what they want to do, but uh, it'd be interesting to see how that unfolds. Uh, this one comes from MJ. Uh, other than Watson, what other realistic options of Goff's replacement do you think we'd have? We'd have to maybe look at the draft, uh, or go with one of these guys and hope that, uh, a Sean McVay offense could spark him. Maybe an RG three who's worked with, uh, McVay in the past. And last one here from MJ. After watching a video of McVay at quarterback and watching Wolford the play, then uh, it looked like they had similar skill sets and playing styles. Did you see this too? Yes, I did actually. Um, I I don't know why I didn't just mention that, um, but yeah, I know I saw that, and uh, it makes sense that McVay would like Wolford. They have very similar styles as far as their playing time. Uh, let's see. It makes me think that McVay would be more comfortable with himself at quarterback who would best fit that mold oh man that's a tough one um actually of the available people i think uh dak prescott i think that that would be the the rams uh, strongest option as far as free agency goes Let's move on, though, from fan casos. We're going to get into some news and notes here. The Chargers hired Rams defensive coordinator Brandon Staley as their new head coach. That Sean McVay tree, let's put it up on your screen right now. That Sean McVay tree, that bad boy continues to grow, all right? People have been watering that sucker. It's getting plenty of sun. That thing is growing, all right? So the very first hire was actually Matt LaFleur to the Green Bay Packers. He's obviously killing it up there, doing a fine job. Uh, with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, I mean, you got to think that if a, if a McVay had an Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, the things might be going just a touch different. But Lafleur, he's he's killing it up there in in uh, Green Bay. We'll see how uh, how long his success lasts post Rodgers. But uh, hey, he's doing an awesome job. First branch to sprout off of that McVay tree. The next one to the Cincinnati Bengals, Zach Taylor, and uh, he did uh, he did get hired by the Bengals. Hasn't been doing, I would say, amazing. But at the same time, he went into a pretty rough roster. So I know that the the Bengals are going to be looking right now at at what uh, what what maybe uh, the future holds at that position. Is is Zach Taylor the right guy? So I think that, that that's something that they're going to be exploring. Uh, but either way, that's a branch off the old McVay tree. We we chose a palm tree, by the way. I thought it was fitting. And then now the final branch so far to have sprouted. Off of that, Sean McVay tree is Brandon Staley to the L.A. Chargers. So, I mean, cool news. He didn't have to move. I mean, that's got to be cool, right? I think for him, for his sake, that's cool that he doesn't have to move. Like, he gets promoted and doesn't have to leave. Like, he, he can keep his family. I don't know if he has a family, uh, but it, but if he does, he, he might. He's 38, you know, I'm sure he does, but uh, yeah, they can they can stay there, which is cool for him. But Brandon Staley, uh, really curious to see how he does in uh, in, in, in L.A. Uh, <laughs> with the Chargers. Uh, he used to be uh, a quarterback, uh, I believe it was a quarterback's coach, uh, so he's done both sides of the football. Uh, Brandon Staley, though, I mean, fast track to a head coaching job, so we'll see. I've called him the defensive McVay. Uh, we'll see if that's true, man, and uh, maybe... Uh, 
maybe the, that defensive genius and offensive genius are running the LA team. So that would be really interesting. So uh, he'll likely still be the, the head coach of the Chargers when these two teams meet again in the 2022 season. The Chargers are considered the home team for that uh, for that game. So who's next? Who's next as far as the, the next head coach off that, that McVay branch, uh, that McVay tree, who is the next branch? Uh, if certain people get hired, I have a name in mind uh, that we'll talk about here next. Uh, that's very possible. Uh, but also, I think it's very possible that we see uh, Kevin O'Connell, uh, KOC is they're calling him. Uh, I think that it's very possible that he's the next branch off of that. Let's go back here and let's talk about that the Rams will reportedly hire Raheem Morris as their new defensive coordinator. This is not confirmed right now, and I know that there's Rams publications out there saying that this is a done deal. It's very, very likely. And by the time you see this, it might be official. But by the time of this recording, it is not official. No ink has hit any paper in the right spots in the right situation, in the right rooms for this to be official. Raheem Morris, as of this second, which is 625 in Colorado right now on a Wednesday, he is still not officially the Rams defensive coordinator, although it looks like that is going to happen. So a little bit about Morris. Morris served as the interim head coach for the Atlanta Falcons after they fired Dan Quinn. Morris and McVay have coached together two different teams so they know each other I think that's a big part of this move this potential move is what we're going to keep calling it here uh, and then uh, Morris he had his best year uh, at head coach in 2010 he was the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers he went 10 and 6 still though third place in the NFC South that was his best finish as far as division uh, rankings go as a head coach uh, does this mean that uh, Aubrey Pleasant could be snagged by Brandon Staley? I think so. Aubrey Pleasant was my vote. I've been, though, uh, if you guys have stayed with me uh, throughout my five years of covering the Rams on Rams Showcase, then you guys know that I've been an Aubrey Pleasant fan, fan from the very beginning, and I've wanted him to be the Rams defensive coordinator for years. All the way back to St. Louis, I've wanted him, him to become the defensive coordinator of the L.A. Rams. All right? In St. Louis, I wanted him to become the L.A. Rams defensive coordinator, apparently. That's how my brain works. So, I mean, could he get snagged by Staley? Absolutely he could get snagged by Staley and become their defensive coordinator. But the, this begs the question, though. I've wanted him for so long. I think he's an incredible coach. And we can see, you know, guys come out here. Troy Hill, Darius Williams. Uh, we can say Jalen Ramsey, although I don't think he believe, he needs that much coaching. Uh, we can we can say these names. So why isn't, what it, what is it with Aubrey Pleasant that's not getting him these jobs and I think that begs that question we have to we have to know we have to know guys so um I mean we'll see we'll see I guess um that's one that we'll just have to keep an eye on I know uh, that Staley's probably going to be trying to build a staff pretty quick uh, I keep on like wanting updates as fast as possible it just keeps not happening um you know it's the off season I got to remember is a slower time where news kind of cre- creeps out it kind of trickles out sometimes sometimes the faucet's left just a little bit on and we just get a little bit of dripping of news every once in a while. Sometimes it doesn't happen, but sometimes it does, and we got to wait for that. Let's take a look real quick. Um, we're we're going to get in more into this next week, uh, but uh, Jared Goff and Sean McVay. We're going to get into it a little bit, but uh, next week we'll, we'll, we'll dig a little bit more into uh, who will be the quarterback of the Rams. I think it's going to be Jared Goff. Spoiler alert. Um, let's see. So Sean McVay, uh, Jared Goff, the tension's building. That's the at least the reports that are coming out is that the tension's building. Could this be the season that the Rams go after a new quarterback? I 
don't know. Uh, I think that it's important to to understand Jared Goff's contract, and if the Rams were to cut him, $65 million in dead cap space. That's a lot of coin to eat for a year to wait to maybe get a quarterback, especially when we don't know when our when our next first-round draft pick is going to be because we just keep getting rid of them. I think we draft first round in uh, 2097 again. So it, it could be a while, but uh, either way, and that's a big part of why I think Jared Goff should stay uh, is because uh, the replacements are rough right now. And, and, and a trade looks like it would be the best option, not only because it would be less cap space eaten by the LA Rams, uh, but also that would give us a little bit of a choice of uh, like maybe we want a specific guy who's already a little bit established, such as a Deshaun Watson, although I don't think that that happens. It's also worth noting that Sean McVay did not draft Jared Goff. Jeff Fisher drafted Jared Goff. All right. And Jeff Fisher was a huge part of the Rams draft process, uh, just like Sean McVay is. Of course he is, but a very big part of that process. And I and I still I still stand strong in the belief that I think Jeff Fisher would make a fine GM. He brought in a lot of talent to the Rams, just couldn't coach him for crap. So I think that's worth noting, though. Uh, Goff, our Super Bowl quarterback, was the first guy to make Sean McVay call him out in a press conference. And I think that's worth noting as well. So all these things kind of contradict each other. I know that. Uh, but part of that, uh, the, all these contradictions, is that this is what we get this offseason, guys. We get to talk Sean McVay. We get to talk Jared Goff. We get to talk Rams' new quarterback potentially this offseason. So I'm going to have a lot of fun with it. I don't know about you guys, but... This is going to be fun. So, Jared Goff. Sean McVay has always taken the blame. Always. We've always seen him say, I need to do a better job of putting my players in a position to succeed. This was the first time under under Sean McVay that we had a Rams player get called out, say, he needs to do better. It's the first time we've seen Sean McVay pull something like that. And I'm here for it, guys. Um, I, I, I didn't like it when Jeff Fisher did it because he did it every single game. He was always saying like, hey, we, we drew up the game plan and uh, it, it they just didn't execute. And it was, with Sean McVay, it's more of a, it, he he would take the blame more. And I think that's important. It's, a, it's important to note that, that uh, Jeff Fisher did it every week and Sean McVay, it took him all this time to get pushed to that moment of like, he's got to do better. I put him in a good position. He fumbled the ball, you know, and uh, it's, uh, yeah, those turnovers obviously have to stop. But, I mean, seriously, man, it's a, it's a frustrating thing uh, because that just kills your momentum, man. It just kills it. And, you know, the defense hates it. They're over there chilling on the sideline, drinking Gatorades and stuff. And, and all of a sudden they're back out, back out there kind of trying to stop amazing offenses out here because it seems like every NFL team has a credible offense now, so... Just tough, man. Um, so uh, he pushed him to that point. Goff pushed Sean McVay to that point. So now we get to have the conversation: is uh, how many, how much longer is Goff going to be here? I had mentioned just a couple weeks ago, actually. I don't know if you guys remember it, uh, but I had mentioned just a couple weeks ago that it's it's time to start looking at the the potential that we are looking at roughly the last twenty starts or so of Jared Goff as a Rams quarterback. We had talked about that just a couple weeks ago. All right, let's take a look at the playoffs real fast. Uh, nothing too wild here. The Rams are now out. So the Rams would have played in Tampa Bay for the NFC Championship game if they would have won. They did defeat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa Bay in Week 11 on Monday Night Football. That score was 27-24. to Of course, the Buccaneers kind of hit their stride a little bit more late in the season. I think that's why they're in this game this weekend. Uh, but I still like this Rams defense the way it matches up against that that offense. Obviously, we know uh, Jalen Ramsey on Devontae Adams was was good, but... 
it didn't happen enough, in my opinion. It was it, too many times where I was like, why isn't Ramsey on Adams? It, that's not like, you're not blowing their minds. You're not sitting over there going, like, Aaron Rodgers isn't like, oh, crap, Ramsey's on somebody else. What am I going to do? He's just going to throw the ball to Adams. Why not just, I'm, I don't need to get into it either way. Uh, Aaron Rodgers playing in the NFC Championship game at home for the first time in his career. So that's pretty cool for him. Unfortunate for us because I wanted this game to be played in Tampa Bay uh, with the Rams on the sideline. But Aaron Rodgers gets to play. As much as I am a Rams fan and I love the Rams with my whole heart, uh, I am also just a really, really big football fan. And uh, I love the sport. I love the NFL. Uh, So it's cool for me to see, to be able to watch. I'll still watch the hell out of every game. We got three more games this season. Three more games until like September, so yeah, I'm gonna watch the hell out of these, um, and and I'll enjoy it. I'll I'll enjoy watching uh, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady face off in the NFC Championship game because that's not something that I ever thought would happen. So that's gonna be cool. Uh, the Bucks are one win away from being the first team in NFL history to play a Super Bowl in their home stadium. It has happened where a team has played in their home city before, but not home stadium. I could be wrong here. Maybe I'm just maybe my brain's just not working right. I believe that the Rams played the Super Bowl against Pittsburgh in L.A. It just wasn't at their home stadium. I might be wrong there. Feel free to correct me. That's totally fine. Uh, I'm wrong sometimes. It happens. Whatevs. Uh, the Chiefs and the Bills will play in the AFC as far as the uh, AFC Championship goes. And I don't mean to brag, but my preseason Super Bowl pick is still alive. All right. So I did have Rams, Bills, not Rams, Bills. That's not alive anymore. That's what I really wanted to happen because I love Bills fans. Bills fans are my favorite fans. I love you guys, too. But Bills fans, I want to party with them so bad, guys, so bad. And I tried to do it this year, but instead we got pandemic and uh, I wasn't allowed to. I got grounded by the government like we all did, and I had to stay home. So uh, the government said I could go outside with my friends. And my Super Bowl pick, though, is still alive, which was uh, Packers-Bills. That was my uh, my preseason pick. I just had a feeling, man, about uh, about uh, about Josh Allen. Is like, you know what? Like, ah, I just I, I like him, man. I don't know what it is. And um. And I was actually, there was like a little part of me that was like, I hope he plays kind of average and then comes to the Rams. You know? <laughs> it didn't happen. Whatever. He's going to make a lot of money. So what are you going to do? Let's take a look at the offseason timeline and then we'll head out of here. I, this is weird to me that I'm going, I guess it doesn't, it makes sense. I went long on the questions. The fan questions usually take the quesos. No disrespect to Kyle here. Fan quesos is what they are called. Uh, the, yeah, we, we spent a decent amount of time on that, but I like that segment and, uh, it's off season now. So we're going to keep doing it. Try and stop me. Uh, let's see. Let's, so let's take a look at the off season, uh, story, uh, like the off season timeline. And then we got a couple of things to maybe keep an eye on is, and how these, these, these markers impact the LA Rams, which is your favorite football team in the universe. All right. So from February 23rd, so coming up, not that long away to March 9th. Uh, that is the franchise slash transition uh, player designation period. So some guys that are potentially eligible for this as far as the Rams go, we could see Leonard Floyd, maybe Troy Hill, Gerald Everett. I don't think we'd see Jake McQuaid, but I put his name down there, as well as John Johnson, who could draw a pretty big contract, not only from the Rams, but potentially from free agency as well. March 17th, the start of the new league year. That is the new year that I celebrate myself. Uh, I don't care about the January 1st one. I think that one's for posers. The March 17th new league year beginning, that's when I celebrate. So it's going to be good stuff. It's usually a Tuesday and uh, usually 2 p.m. for me. So I'm usually partying it up on a Tuesday too. But hey, that's what I was doing all pandemic. So uh, just keep that party rolling. And April 5th, 
The start of the offseason workouts for teams with new head coaches, so Brandon Staley out in the, the Chargers uh, workout areas will be doing stuff there. April 19th, start of the offseason workouts for teams with returning coaches, so your LA Rams. April 23rd is the deadline for restricted free agent signings. So uh, some, some up the, the restricted free agents the Rams have. Uh, Johnny Munt, the tight end, I think he'll be back. Uh, exclusive rights free agent. Uh, center Coleman Shelton, he'll probably be back. Restricted free agent Darius Williams. If he's not back, I'm going to lose my mind. Uh, I think the Rams need to not only bring him in and bring him back, but also slap a first-round tender on that bad boy so that if somebody decides to steal him from us, we can at least get a one back. Exclusive rights free agent as well for Traven Howard. So, uh, linebacker there. So, he's a young guy, hasn't really played a whole lot, um, and I'd still like to see a lot more of him, so I hope he's back, but I um, that's one I'm not really sure about. April 28th is the deadline to match the RFA offer sheets. So, if the Rams were to slap a first-round tender on Darius Williams, the cornerback, who is an absolute monster opposite of Jalen Ramsey, then uh, if a team were to offer him, the Rams then would have time to match that offer or get whatever the the tender is. So if they put a first-round tender on him, a team offers him, and then the Rams don't match, they would get that first-round pick from that team. And uh, this this is the, the period, though, because then the Rams, like, whatever they offer him, we could just match that. We, like, we have first dibs, basically, is, is how that works. And then we could just match that offer, and then he stays in L.A. Ram, which is what we want to see. April, or uh, I said that one. April 29th to May 1st is the 2021 NFL Draft. So... Of course, uh, day one is going to be pretty boring for Rams fans. I, of course, will be watching. I love the crap out of the NFL, so I will be watching the hell out of that. And then here's just some names, and I, and I want you guys to drop your comments uh, down below or however, wherever they're at to you. If they're above you on the side of me, I don't know where they're at. But uh, I want you guys to tell me who you think that the Rams won't bring back of this list. Um, I, we do have a, a, a little bit of a longer list than this. Uh, but these are the names that I want to talk about because uh, this is my question. Will the Rams re-sign these guys? This is my question to you guys. Do you think the Rams will re-sign these guys? We got Morgan Fox on the defensive line, wide receiver Josh Reynolds, cornerback Troy Hill, offensive lineman Austin Blythe, running back Malcolm Brown, linebacker Leonard Floyd, safety John Johnson, linebacker Samson Ebukum. I've been saying it slightly wrong this entire time, but we're good. And then Jake McQuaid, who is the longest tenured Ram uh, on this roster now. He did take over that role after Roger Saffold went to the Tennessee Titans. Uh, I don't remember them, though. I forgot who they are. Uh, Morgan Fox, though, I would love to see him back. Josh Reynolds, that's my guy. Troy Hill, um, I would like to see him back. You know, uh, Austin Blythe, I think, gives uh, gives the Rams a really sh- strong starter and uh, potentially some depth as well. Malcolm Brown, I don't expect back. Leonard Floyd, I don't expect back. John Johnson, I don't expect back. Samson, I don't necessarily expect back, but it's possible. I think we get him a little cheaper, so maybe he will. And then Jake McQuaid, I do expect back as well. So make sure you guys drop those below and uh, tell me who you guys who you guys want to keep and who you guys don't want to keep or who you guys think we might keep or maybe not. All right. And I will say this, though, for anybody that you say that we don't need them, I want you to give me their replacement. That's my only uh, my only caveat here is if you say uh, no, we don't need Leonard Floyd. Let him walk. I want you to give me uh, who you think who you would like to see in that spot. Same thing with like John Johnson. If if we don't think he's coming back, maybe you want him back. I want him back really bad. I think he's an amazing player. I really want John Johnson back. I just don't think it's possible. 
so uh, who who do we replace him with? Probably Terrell Burgess uh, and Jordan Fuller. That's what I, that's what I would guess. And we still have Taylor Rapp under a rookie contract for a couple more years. So I think we're set there. If John Johnson happens to leave, I would hate to see it. Uh, and gosh, I really think that he's. I think he and Leonard Floyd become Chargers, and I hate that. I hate it a little bit. <laughs> and I hate. I'm. By the way, guys, I'm joining the Chargers hatred bandwagon if they hire Aubrey Pleasant as their defense coordinator because that was an outrage. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, that is going to do it for uh, this episode of Ram Showcase, though. It's unfortunate that we're our, our off season is starting right now when there still happens to be NFL season left. But hey, we're gonna make the we're gonna make the best out of this off season, and I can't wait. Uh, Ram Showcase turns five this uh, this off season in March, so we're heading into our kindergarten year here at RS. So uh, thank you guys so much for uh, for being with me for these last five years. It's been an absolute blast, you blast, and I love you guys with my whole heart. Um, but that is going to do it for me. Uh, make sure you guys follow Ram Showcase on all your favorite social media. That would be at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Ram Showcase. You can follow myself as well at Sheriff Joe Bags on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Sheriff Joe Bags. Um, yeah, uh, that's that's it, guys. That is it. We're getting into this offseason. I can't wait. Uh, we got so many storylines. Is Sean McVay losing his mind? Is he angry at Jared Goff? Is Jared Goff going to be the Rams' starting quarterback? Who do we officially sign as our defensive coordinator? Does our defense take a step back with a new defensive coordinator? I don't know, guys. It's going to be really fun, though. We got some some good free agents coming up uh, to see who we'll bring back. Are we going to are we going to lose John Johnson, and Leonard Floyd, and Morgan Fox, and Josh Reynolds, or? Are we going to bring them back in? Do we replace them with more awesome players? I love these guys, but do we replace them with better players? Does Chris Godwin come to the Rams? Do we see a guy like RG3 back up Jared Goff? <laughs> Stay tuned, I guess, is, what, <laughs> is how that's supposed to end. Uh, what, that's my whole teaser for the whole offseason. So there you go, guys. That's it. That's all we got for you. Uh, that is going to do it for me. I am Sheriff Joe Bags. This has been Ram Showcase on Sports War Radio. For those of you who aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you that are Rams fans, thank you guys so much for listening, and you guys have a great night.